Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. A Wisconsin company made it possible for their workers to throw away their employee ID cards, forget all their passwords, make copies, and get food from a vending machine in a surprisingly convenient way. The magic solution? A small medical procedure, actually. Employees were given a choice to receive a tiny microchip under their skin. The company's name is Three Square Market, and 50 of their 80 employees volunteered to be microchip, preferring convenience over privacy concerns, and so far, there have been no complaints. So, is microchipping employees a good thing? I say no. And I will list several reasons why companies should avoid this practice like the plague after this word from our sponsor. Oops, sorry guys, got to take this call uh, one second. Hello, Jim Strout. Hey Jim, I have to postpone our lunch meeting. I'm searching for the perfect candidate and my ATS is not making it easy. Mm, that didn't sound like fun. What about your CRM? Don't even get me started. How many times have you had the perfect resume in hand and wish you could find more people just like them? Uh, every day. Well, you know what you need, right? You need a system that learns from you and suggests the right candidates at the right time. It doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, yes, it does. And his name is Hiring Saul. Hiring Saul? Hiring Saul is a tool that uses AI and machine learning to automate candidate matching, increase diversity, reduce time to fail analyze the social web, and, and even unlock the power of your ATS, CRM, and HRIS data. Hmm, interesting. Can you tell me more? I would like to, but I'm about to do this podcast. Uh, but I'll I tell you what, i tell you what. Check out their website at www.hiringsolve.com. Okay, www.hiringsolve.com. That's right, just like it sounds, www.hiringsolved.com. Go look at it now, and I'll call you back right after the podcast. Okay, bye. Okay, sorry about that. Um, hmm, where was I? Three Square Market is not the only company to use microchips on its employees. Epicenter, which provides workspace for more than 300 digital companies in Stockholm, Sweden, has been implanting its employees and people who use his workspaces for years. A UK-based company called Biotech has already given 150 UK workers implants and biohacks. A Sweden-based company is in discussion with several British legal and financial firms to get them on the cyborg bandwagon. Obviously, with this type of technology, there are concerns, but some people who have been microchipped have dismissed them. Here are two quotes from a CNBC article. Quote number one, the biggest benefit, I think, is convenience, said Patrick Mesterston, co-founder and CEO of Epicenter. As a demonstration, he unlocks a door by merely waving near it. It basically replaces a lot of things you have, other communication devices, whether it be credit cards or keys. End quote. And this is quote number two. Quote, Sandra Hagloff, 25, who works for Eventomatic, an events company that works with Epicenter, has had three piercings before and her left hand barely shakes as Osterlin injects the small chip. I want to be part of the future, she laughs. 
end quote. I could quote from several articles, but the basic arguments for microchipping employees is convenience. And I'm sorry, that is not compelling enough for my endorsement of this procedure. I think the disadvantages far outweigh the benefits. Let me count the ways. Reason number one. Technology designed for one purpose may later be used for another purpose. A microchip implanted today to allow for easy building access and payments could, in theory, be used later in more invasive ways to track the length of employees' bathroom or lunch breaks, for instance, without their consent or even their knowledge. Reason number two. It opens the door to potential complications that could lead to lawsuits for the company. Think about personal privacy complaints, security lapses, workers' compensation claims, should the chips cause medical issues. Would employers be financially responsible if the chip affected an employee's health? And what if that employee goes to another company that requires a microchip and that person gets sick sometimes later? Who is responsible for that health issue? The first company who microchipped them or the current one? And while that is tied up in court, Will the employee uh, recover or suffer until their demise? Reason number three. Religious accommodations should a company require chipping. Some Christians may see chipping as the, quote, mark of the beast, end quote, discussed in the book of Revelation and may reject the idea of working for your company on that basis alone. Christianity is a major religion, so requiring microchipping could severely hamper your recruiting efforts. Reason number four, what happens to the chip when an employee leaves? Who owns the data then? If it belongs to the company, what about any personal information that may have been collected during its use? Would the employee have the right to restrict access to it once gone? Could that data be sold to a third party? And of course, there are security concerns. Uh, Gary Davis, who is the uh, chief consumer security evangelist for McAfee, which is a computer security company based in Santa Clara, California, he said in a Society of Human Resource Management article that, quote, I could see bad actors trying several techniques to attack the chip itself or the data that is transmitted to and from the chip, end quote. He goes on to say, quote, the biggest risk with RFID technology, which is the microchipping technology, are eavesdropping, data corruption, or modification, and interception attacks, end quote. All of that to say, at present, it's just too easy to hack those things. And even as I make my case against microchipping employees, I know there are still some who will do it anyway. Perhaps they will call me a Luddite, someone who fears new and disruptive technologies. Trust me, I'm not. I can just see the big picture on this, and it doesn't bode well for a person's individual privacy. The chance of exploitation is just too great, and the argument of its being more convenient is just not convincing. At least not to me. I mean, I can see someone arguing for microchipping employees the same way people have argued for driverless cars. The adoption of the technology could reduce accidents by minimizing human error. Well, if microchipping employees can be shown to have substantial safety benefits— and the process of implanting and removing microchips can be undertaken in a safe, quick, painless, and unobtrusive way with proper measures to protect privacy, did I imagine a legal path to requiring the microchipping of employees being made? Of course, 
All of this could be a mood issue because of State Senator Becky Harris, who introduced Senate Bill 109, which would make it a Class C felony to require someone to be implanted with a radio frequency identifier, a.k.a. microchip. It's not a law yet. We'll see how it goes. If you love what you heard, hate what you heard, or don't know what you just heard, I want to know about it. You can reach me at my website, www.jimstroud.com. In addition to finding source material and related information for this podcast episode, you'll find other goodies that I hope will make you smile. Oh, before I go, uh, please financially support this podcast with a little something-something in my virtual tip jar. There's a link in the podcast description. Your generosity encourages me to keep this podcast train chugging down the track. Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three times a week podcast teaching stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it.